Ladies and gentlemen, we are live on another episode of The Beer Phase. It's time to roll some beer and drink some dice. The beer phase with your wannabe hosts, Mark Cox, Dice Fucking Cancer, Ryan Smith. If paint were battle points, I'd be best general every time. And Jeff Swan, softest lists and everything else in the South. Some of us two months. Been a while. Others less than that. Howdy, folks. How are you all doing? I'm doing. I'm doing. Doing some drinking and doing some modeling. Doing it in the butt. Is that what you're doing? Well. Who do you do like we do you do? Voodoo voodoo? I do. Sudo voodoo? Well, have we really started anything? <laughs> Time for a beer phase. You guys just got fresh ones, so let's hear uh, what you guys are starting with, Mark. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I opened a box that came in the mail recently, and I pulled out a beer. And I have this uh, Devil's Milk Barley Wine style. No. Ale. So it's barley wine style, so it's not an actual barley wine. Style? Is it like style. your style? Do it's 10%. Like style? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure about this one. I don't I don't know. I usually like barley wines, and this one is... Uh... Hmm. And I'm drinking it out of a uh, Lakewood snifter. Ooh, yeah. fancy. Yeah, no. Fancy. Ryan, what are you drinking? What are you drinking out of? Um, I am drinking also beer out of a box that was recently shipped to me, recently like three or four weeks ago, because I can't do time. Uh, I'm drinking Quitting Time. It's a Hellas Bock from Brewery 85 in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, it's very malty. It's very earthy. I am digging it a lot. I almost grabbed the one you are drinking right now, but I'm going to save that one for later. And when I could make it cold, this one's a little bit closer to room temperature because I don't plan ahead of time. Um, and I'm double fisting because I need coffee because I'm almost asleep. Uh, I'm also drinking a Clown Shoes Exorcism of Rich Ackerman. Uh, 
just because it was in the fridge and I thought it needed to get drunk. (laughs) Have you checked that one in yet? I haven't. I'll probably do it shortly. I was going to look at it. I haven't had that one. And I like clown shoes. It's pretty good. Uh, It doesn't have as much vanilla as I would want to have in it, but I'm being nitpicky. And that leaves us with Jeff. What are you drinking, and what are you drinking out of? I'm drinking super glue off my fingers right now. Mm. <laughs> is that drinking or licking? Oh my god, that's the one way we can get you to shut up, is drinking super glue. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. You're start sneaking uh, that in your beer. <laughs> right. Uh, I am drinking um, Martin House's uh, limited release uh, pretzel stout, which is a peanut butter pretzel stout. That they do every year, they do a pretzel stout, but this this year they did it with like a um, peanut butter flavor to it as well. It's is that, is that the Butterfinger one, or is that a different one? No, no, no. It's the um, Butterfinger one. Is oh, it is from Martin House, isn't it? Yeah, I thought but so. No, yeah, that was at their tap only. This one's the peanut butter pretzel stout. So we gotta sneak over there sometime and try that. Yeah, we gotta get over there. Soon. And I have and not. I'm, I'm drinking out of just a Hop Fusion uh, etched glass over here that I've got. Um, but yeah, uh, anytime you anytime you get a chance to get the Martin House Pretzel Stout, it's already really good. And then this is kind of like a limited release that they're doing a different version of it. So pretty solid. Nice. Yeah. So any hobby stuff for you guys going on as of the late? Oh, fuck Mark, yeah, for like, me. Did you, did you mow your grass? <laughs> no, dude, it's cold. The grass is fucking stagnant now. Uh, I haven't done any hobby. I've literally been putting, like, Masters stuff together, so we'll probably get into that later. But I've been working on the pack and getting votes done and doing all that shit, so I haven't really been doing any hobby in the past, I don't know how many months, but picked up a... Uh, a Tyrannosaurus Rex from the prize table. Oh, at you Elmo? got that cool little T-Rex yeah, one. That's yeah. pretty cool. And William really wants me to paint it, so it's either paint that or paint the uh, the Reaper Bone Shark uh, humanoid thing that he's been bugging me to paint that. So I'm going to do one or the other <laughs> oh, here in the next. I don't know, a couple of days. His so like the same one that is, did did he get, you get that one from Alamo too? The Reaper Bone Shark. No, I got that one a while ago, and I okay. cannot for the life yeah, of me Brian remember had one, where. So. Oh, he did. Oh, cool. Yeah, he had one there, and I was like, I uh, Bayou know, had I a don't couple of them. Take this one, but I'm maybe like, I, get, no. I think I got it from Bayou. Now that you mention it, right? That sounds about right. Yeah, Bayou had a pair of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I considered picking that up, and I'm like, it's a cool little model. Yeah, my problem is I it doesn't fit it's quite the scale I was going for. So, is it too big? Is that why? It's kind of yeah. Big. It's a little bulkier. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty boxy. Yeah. yeah. The proportions Husky. on it aren't long and sleek. They're more like derp yeah. sharks. Yeah, it's not as it's not as sexy. Yeah, it's just like a little, little weird, like chunky, little chunky for me. Aren't your aren't your dip horse chunky? I can't decide what he's got in his hands either. In with it's like a <laughs> it's like a shark tooth punch stick that he's got. Is that what that is? That's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Double sided punching dagger or something. Yeah. But it's a shark tooth. Yeah, I mean, he's just a little chubby, that's all. Uh, yeah. Like, the ones I have, they're, like, you know, they're just, like, bodybuilder-esque. They're more, little, more muscly, but pretty sleek. And tiny, like, smaller yeah, by they're, comparison. They're, yeah, they're significantly smaller, significantly. So what about you guys? What are you guys painting or working on or whatnot? I am 
in the middle of putting together my Vanguard stuff and just putting his stuff together, putting together some water elementals right now, which are mantic water elementals, which are a massive pain in the fucking ass for one of them. Uh, like, they're coming a three-pack, and the guy that has, that looks like a big curved wave, I think the other ones are a little bit different, but um, one of them you have to glue its arms on, and the arm glue points just kind of suck. You have to just sit there and hold them forever because there's no like rivets or anything or like you sockets it? or nothing. It's just it's one of those ones like super smooth. So it's got a huge contact mm-hmm. point, but it's a really big pain in the ass to get it to set. So, but once it's on there, I've been having it's pretty good. Been having a lot of those problems with all of my Vanguard stuff, uh, especially the giant. He took forever to glue. I ended up pinning Did him. He? Okay, I have which I didn't want to do. It's yet. it's smooth surfaces. You're gonna have to either file it down or pin it in place. Um, there may be a release agent on it too. I usually don't clean my models until after I've assembled them, so yeah, I haven't cleaned either. them off yet. That may have been the problem, but yeah, he his arms came off six or seven times in the process. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I usually don't wash mine until after I've got though. them all the way together and setting for like a day. So. Yeah. Fun, fun. But yeah, getting all that together because I'm going to be going to USA um, Clash of Kings. Sounds like I'm committed to going to that. I'll probably be staying with some of the counter charge guys that are going up. So, gotta get a couple more models put together and added to my army so that I have a 90% Mantic army. I'm literally have everything they make for the army I'm taking, so I just still have to get more models to represent things that they don't make yet, so. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But other than that, pretty good. I just got done doing a shit ton of hobby for Alamo, doing two extra units for Scott for my Abyssal's armies, and then doing four units for my Alamo army personally. <laughs> so I'm just kind of fucking painted out right now. I'm just assembling shit. I don't think I could put paint to model right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. You working on anything, Ryan, other than uh, putting together your Vanguard? Yeah, I did uh, like 30-something terrain pieces for Alamo this year. I try and do a terrain piece per table. Went a little overboard this year. Um, and now I'm putting together Vanguard. I've put together the Night Stalkers. I think I've got three or four of the Skeleton Wraith things left on the Night Stalkers Warband. Um, and I put the Giant together, and he's big and sexy, and I love him. I'm hoping to get paint on those later in the week, but we'll see how the week goes. Those, uh, um, where are they? Not Spectres. Um, Phantoms? Mm-hmm. Phantoms, right? Those things are chunky as shit, huh? Like, I mean, they're like, they're yes, big. Yes, they are. I mean, the base, For supposedly the base being ethereal, they are very wide. Yeah, well, the, the bases are changing. They're going to go to um, bigger base. So they're 25, like a gar- yeah. Gargoyle base, yeah. Um, but still, I mean, I don't know that you're going to be able to get more than more than seven on there, maybe. Are those the the smooth troll-looking ones? No, those no, are the... Um, that's Brutes. Oh, okay. The Brutes. Which ones are the Butchers? Phantoms are the... Like Phantoms the, are the ghost-looking ones. Yeah. They're like ghosts. hunchback ghosts. Oh, uh... Rain cloaks. 
And they they look like they've got kind of spiky bits coming off the back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, the ones with big spiky bits coming off the back are, uh, golly, Reapers. Oh, the ones no, that yeah, look like they've got the, the, the old the gaunt arms. spindly claws and stuff, those are the Reapers. But if it's a big, chunky, flying, like, cl- yeah. cloaked yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a chunky, fat thing. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, kind of, yeah, ghost in a sheet. Yeah. With the, uh, uh, jazz hands. Really nice models. I just wish that they had some more variations, but evidently the arm slots that are on there right now, they're going to have some more arms coming from pretty quick. And hopefully at least another pose because I have a bunch of these I need, but I'm hoping that they're going to have more than one just pose because it really is annoying to just have the one pose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at that picture you put up, Ryan, on Twitter of it. Mm-hmm. And those are pretty cool-looking models. Yeah, they're really neat. Um, I was able to take some of the... Um, golly, I can't remember the names of anything right now. I'm so, so sleep-deprived. The little dog thing. I popped one of those the heads off. Hand. and yeah. yeah, and put it on a horror... Uh, with just a little bit of filing to make my horrors look a little bit different. Yeah. So there work. is some customization you can do back and forth on them. Yeah. Um, the I've been playing pretty with much. That's it, though. I just drilled the hands and put some extra different weapons and stuff to give them some kind of variation. Yeah, I'm gonna probably do a third butcher. I think I can get some mobility. I've got one of the arms up a little bit, shifting where the tendons line up to the biceps. I drill or I hollowed out the support behind it mm-hmm. and then pinned it in place so that he's lifting it up about halfway instead okay. of having it down dragging at his feet for his left arm but yeah because you played can't, with you can't how much further i can go anything mold these guys because they're pvc so yep kind of kind of stuck with what you get i mean that's that's the issue with trying to get him done early with uh i mean they, they're having more poses that are coming out but if you're trying to get on top of it and get it done now for a kings of war army the vanguard really wasn't made for that it was really just to kind of get you a couple models and stuff for the vanguard coming and then full well knowing they were gonna have some more stuff to add in with it so yeah you can probably get a unit or two of scarecrows and specters out of it oh yeah with yeah the poses sure. different enough but those have enough variation but like yeah the horrors the Shadow Hulks, the Shadow Hounds, just, there's not going to be the variety there. Yeah, just the one pose. So, I mean, it's kind of funny though, right? Because, like, if you just said, like, if you'd have been bitching about that 15 years ago, it's like, well, there's only three poses total. What do you fucking want? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, like, all the old school, like, fourth or fourth edition orcs or something like that where they're just like flexing orcs in one flex pattern and it's just a bunch of them on one base <laughs> it's the same same yep. exact orc you know or like old chaos warriors oh those were terrible but now it's like we're so spoiled because we have all these really nice models you know Mm-hmm. i'm intrigued there's a picture of the needle things on one of the cards and i hadn't seen that model before yeah, little yet swarms of them oh yeah man um, looks really cool seen the uh the digital sculpts and stuff for them so pretty excited to see how they come out that'll be exciting yeah i mean they're going they're going all out on night stalkers right now so and that is definitely something they're working frantically to get 
completed. One of my Trident Realms just waits in the deep. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun to see Nightcrawlers on the boards again. <laughs> Everybody take a shot. <laughs> That's the drinking game with Ronnie, man. Everybody, every time he says Nightcrawlers, you have to take a shot. He told me this. I didn't know that was happening. He calls Nightcrawlers. Oh, that's a thing he does a lot. Every single time. I don't think he, I don't think I've ever heard him say Nightstalkers. Actually, just really likes X Men, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you guys want to roll into some Alamo stuff, or do you want to talk about sure, absolutely. Masters first, or Vanguard, or we got a lot to talk about tonight. Apparently. Which one? What do you want to do? Let's start with Alamo, because that's freshest in my mind. I know Mark's already moved on. Sure. So Alamo happened. It uh, did. It was, definitely, it was definitely a thing that happened. Did it? When was it? Last weekend? Uh, Last weekend, like three days ago, <laughs> I think. Is, it, is today Wednesday? I don't know. I'm still not sleeping. Today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Hump day! Which means this will be released next Thursday. Shoutouts to Kevin Von Felt, who still won't have a ship notification for his Android <laughs> Warband by then. Kyle Perlinski or whatever, when he was doing the coverage thing, it was just like, apparently everybody's getting their Kickstarters right now, short of Kevin Von Felt. And <laughs> goes over all the Kickstarter stuff. thought that was pretty funny. You deserve it, Kevin. What'd you get? It'll get there eventually, buddy. Just hold tight. I've waited years for Mercia Kickstarters. You'll get yours someday. It'll happen. So, so yeah. Alamo. It happened. Um, I got to play with some really fun scenarios and yeah, didn't dude. piss off as many people as I thought they would. So, I guess that was a success. I was I fully expecting to have a minor riot game for It was just hard to read some of it while I had been drinking for quite a while. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you just read it, you tell me what we're doing, and I'm cool with it. <laughs> whatever whatever you want to go with, I'm good with it. <laughs> I literally, I ended up playing Patrick Allen on game three, and I was just like, hey man, I don't get the scenario, so you just read it, you tell me what you want to do, and let me know, and then... <laughs> Whatever that, whatever you go with, I'm gonna read it as that's what we're doing. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't care what the rules are as long as I know them ahead of time. We're cool. I had a really fun group of. Uh, I had a really nice schedule, man. I had a really good time. I don't. I got to play a lot of fun people. So got fantastic. Uh, yeah, I got I got a I challenged Matt Young and then I played um Lex Simon, who for some reason I get to play him on game two almost every tournament I go to nowadays. <laughs> he was nice. the only he was the only one to beat me. Uh, nine uh, eleven nine, so did a pretty good job. Uh brought out brought his ogres back out. And then I got to play Patrick Allen, then I got to play Mark Cox on on the first time I've ever played him in a tournament, if you can believe it. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And then finished out by playing Dustin Howard. So, pretty pre pretty fun schedule of people to play against. All pretty top-tier good players. So, pretty happy to uh, get get that kind of practice in. So. 
Did you did you beat Dustin on that last round? I, I never got to see how your game. Yeah, I beat him by hundred and ninety points, but the win ratio oh, was, so was yeah that I was still okay. like ten or a hundred. It's either ten points or one hundred and fifty points, whatever it is that from the benchmark is I, for the next thing. Yeah, I had the same thing with my opponent in that game where we literally had like eight hundred points, almost exactly across the board from each other and we we're like well <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah Draw. yeah i had like high 1300 on his side and he had like mid 1200 on my side gotcha. so yeah that's all it really boiled down to yeah so and that's why we use unit strength ryan <laughs> right yeah, yeah. i, I used mean, unit, unit strength for every other scenario i'm fucking with you it's fine unit strength i had him <laughs> shit stomped i mean massively he had uh he had uh one two three monsters and one horde on my side of the table i had three hordes <laughs> uh monster and uh i think the rest were individuals yeah that's pretty yeah. much what i did when i when i saw it was Oh, and a monster. Not, yeah. So yeah. I had two monsters and three hordes on his side. It's just all my stuff was like 200 points each, and he had like a 300 point, you know, all fa- uh, whatever his name the uh, avatar, yeah. of, avatar of the Father. Avatar of the two, Father. Two Brutox and a horde, you know, and I was just like, yeah, three hordes of elementals <laughs> all over there, a greater elemental. Uh, beast of nature to fly. Like, I mean, I had a lot of stuff over there. So. I'm surprised he wasn't able to kill your stones. I figured he would have had oh, one of the few no, armies. That... I didn't give him no chance to. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I put him in a really hard spot where if he charged, it was a if if he charged me, like it was a tight game. But like in the middle, I pretty much set up to own the middle, and he forced everything over on one flank where I only had about a quarter of my army just there to kind of hold him in there for a while. Yeah, yeah. And he and he was like, I'm punching through this one corner right here and putting all my points over there. And I was like, all right, we'll see how that works out. So he just had his hardcore uh, guardian brutes in the middle to go against. Uh, and plus, you know, heal support and everything. And heal support in a chimera, right? Flying chimera. And uh, that was mm-hmm. supposed to dr- deal with all my stuff. But the problem is, like, I kept on giving him charges where he can only get single charges in on stuff no double yeah, charges one, not both yeah. right and then it just came down to like all right now now i've got him in a position where he has to charge me or i'm going to charge him and i have enough stuff to lock all of his stuff down so he can only counter charge and once you knock the tc off those guardian brutes they're not that scary so when i've yep. got def- defense six units to put into him he's not hurt me back that bad even with getting bane chant then he's hitting on fours wounding on fours and I, yeah. I can hold up with my heels and stuff like that. So um, I, I held in there long enough to kill both of his hordes and not lose a single horde in, in combat for it. So Nice. But, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a really tight game. Uh, I got uh, He got turn one and got to vanguard all that stuff on that right flank. So literally oh, yeah. I was fighting... I was fighting on my half yeah. of the table the entire fucking game, like the whole game. <laughs> I didn't get into the scoring thing until turn six. That's, I mean, I'm all shambling and slow as fuck. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, it took me forever to get over there. So, 
But he made a mistake. He threw his uh, life like an alpha straight up into my uh, grill, and I countercharged him with my forest shamblers and um, a, a, a greater fire elemental. And I'm like, all right, we'll see how this turns out. And I did like eight or nine wounds to him, and then rolled, broke him, rolled, broke him, and he's like, shit, you just killed my Lycan Alpha in one go, because he had a Lycan Alpha and a Brutox there. It's like, I'm going to go for mm-hmm. Lycan Alpha. It breaks two points easier. Yeah. And I picked him up. He was thinking he's going to hit me and then nimble around me the next turn and get it behind me, and I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to kill that <laughs> fucker. Yeah. If you can lock that down, you lock that down. Mm-hmm. Easier to keep the yeah. Brutox in your friend. So it's a really good game. I mean, he had a really cool combo that he was running to. I'm not going to spoil and give away for him because I don't know if he's taking it to Masters. But um, Yeah, I played him too. He had some pretty interesting combos. In that yeah, list. that Spirit Walker horde was pretty mm-hmm. fucking legit. Yeah. God, yeah. those motherfuckers. I had those yeah. things like two points from dead three times, and he'd heal them back every mm-hmm. time. Like, you son mm-hmm. of a bitch, mm-hmm. stop doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you have the mm. capability to do it, right? But like my army, I don't have nearly enough volume to get rid of it um, with shooting. So, And once he gets into combat with it, it's just like I'm going to fucking lose that. Yeah, and it's not yeah, like I rolled super really low or too. anything, but it was just like I kept missing it by two. Yeah. So I had good rolls, they just weren't good enough to match up to either the damage I should have done or the damage that I had left on it sort of thing. So, yeah. meh. I got him this is a really fun army, though. I thought it was a fun army to play against. Uh, you know, fun army to look at. So it was. Um, I think he it probably is. had one of the more fun armies that I played against and played it to a high caliber. So um, yeah, he good. plays fucking combat with it. I mean, that's pretty much all his army does. Yeah, it was combat. great because yeah. me and him were both like. <laughs> It was it was funny because people kept on walking by like, damn, that looks like a big grind fest right there. And it's just like, yeah, we're in combat on turn one with each other, literally on turn one, and we're just, every single turn we were fighting and fighting and fighting. Shooting was out the was I mean just non-existent. It was literally just fighting the entire game. So, what seven turns of combat is is a lot of rolling dice. <laughs> a lot of rolling dice when you're literally mm. just let's go attack shit on turn one. So. Which doesn't happen too often, so it was kind of, kind of crazy. So, yeah. All in all, not too bad, not too shabby. So, who was your uh, who was your schedule, Mark? I know you played Dustin first. Yeah, I, I got to play Dustin because I'd never played him before. Um, I played Luke Schnell. I okay. played Sam Barr. I played you. And then I played uh, Jeff Grajeda. Oh, you played Grajeda. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Jeff yeah. Grajeda last. Yeah, I, lo- yeah. I was looking at your score. Yeah, like a 10 for the last one. So I was yep. like, huh, was my I draw. wonder who he played. I had I had a couple of good shots there, and then I just couldn't get things to, to pan out my way. Was and he playing then... that Brotherhood Army again? Or... No, he's playing Elves. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's rough. And like half his army vanguards. Uh, and I was like, fuck it, it's mm-hmm. the last round, it doesn't matter. Like, cool, my vanguarding stuff is going to charge your vanguarding stuff. I know there's no way I'm going to kill it, but you should, you know, theoretically have to take a couple of turns to kill uh, my unit, and that didn't happen that way. So he fucking smoked, and I was like, well, whatever. Uh, 
We're just going to play points on this anyway, so I'm just going to dive my 100-point individuals in at the last second and get points out of that. Um, I pretty much won the right flank. He pretty much won the left flank. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of... Traded it, over, it and, and then, then I just point and point. Yeah, yep. exactly. And it was just like pick off points where you can to try and limit the number of scores he gets. Uh, so that's yeah. what I did, and it paid off. I mean, I, I got a draw out of it. If I didn't execute as well as I did, I get a loss. Um, and then if I roll a little better in some of the other scenarios, uh, like I rolled a couple, like what a snake eyes, but I left some stuff alive that should have died. And that ended up costing me another turn, which cost me, you know, positioning and everything else. So, kind of ruined my game plan, but I got a draw out of it, so no problems. Did you uh, get a lot of ties on that last game, or or just narrow victories in that last one, Ryan? It kind of felt like if you were playing smart, you probably could. Whoever got first turn, it felt it was pretty advantageous to get you over there and stick, stick them in combat and keep them stuck there. Yeah, there were a lot of ties. There were a lot of eleven nines. I think there were. Okay. There was one twenty o. Mike Grajeda, who had either twenty oh, yeah, o's all weekend. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Um, and then Cody, I think, got nineteen points off the ringer, but everyone else was fifteen sixteens. Uh, I think Ethan picked up a seventeen. Ray Shields picked up a seventeen. I think Kevin may have gotten like a seventeen or an eighteen in that scenario, but for the most part. <clears throat> that scenario turned out pretty evenly balanced. Wasn't Kevin playing another dwarf player? No, he's playing Lan- uh, Lex in Le- on the last game. Lex. On, he was on he the table next Lex. to me. Yeah. Lex is ogres. Yeah. He was playing yeah. dwarves on dwarves for one of the games, and they were like, God damn it, we we got to get across the board, and we can't. Well, he was playing, Kevin was playing undead. He was playing undead, yeah. Well, then he was playing... Jeremy somebody, was playing his dwarves. Then he Jeremy, Jeremy had his dwarves. Okay, that's what it was. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All in all, good time. I think I. I've heard. Think I got very few uh, complaints. Yeah, I think I, I got. I like got to play Dizzy Bat. So third general or something. I think I was like third general. I think on points. I think there was only two people that beat me on battle points. Um, I could look. I have it up. You were fifth general. Fifth general. Okay. I wasn't too far off from fucking. I know Aaron character. beat me on point on general points. I think Aaron and Brad. Yeah. Brad had an 80, Aaron had a 70, Kevin had a 69, John Green had a 65, and Dustin had a 66. Ah, that's what it was. But I was able to pull out so. overall, which is generally what I go for, so. Yep, I mean, if you're going to shoot, shoot for the moon, right? Yeah, I mean, general points are, are cool and all, but. I'll know. never win that award. Yeah, it's just not something I'm really generally interested in. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I'm going to turn your mic off. We're going to do more without you if you're going to keep doing that oh, bad. Oh, that was for Dan King. That's awful. Oh, you know it's funny. I guess I'll be a good sport about it. Ah! <laughs> that's good. So yeah, all in all, pretty cool. It was good to have a bunch of dudes come out from California and uh, uh, Southeast, and uh, Ray Shields came out from Mid Atlantic. So who came from yep. the Southeast? Gibney. 
Oh yeah, I don't, I don't really think of Gibney as a Southeast. He player. doesn't like you, Gibney. I, I love you, Gibney. Thank you for coming. Part of our region, I don't consider right. him Southeast. Re- rest of you Tennessee motherfuckers should have gotten your asses there. I'm very disappointed in each and every one of you, and I expect to see ten of you there next year. Cough, cough, Tim Smith. Well, Tim, I'm not Billy, Devlin. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I I was supposed to bring him my Trident army, and I I I didn't put water elementals in my in my Force of Nature army because he was going to be borrow them borrowing them for Trident realms, and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. And I'm like, God damn it, dude! I just painted an entire horde of new guys fresh out of the box because you were going to be borrowing my Trident realms, you asshole! <laughs> like. <laughs> That's funny. Hmm. But I got to paint that horde. That's frustrating. So. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, cool. That was a good time. Uh, I think uh, Jordan won best paint, and Brad yep. won best general, right? Yep. Uh, Tim Delmas got sports and sports. players' choice. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was able to pull off overall, and then um, who had who had last place? Uh, it was Dieter was not it? count. It was Dieter. If you ignore ah. the two that dropped out, <laughs> oh I don't know. Through most of the tournament, the ringer was beating some of the lower tables on battle because <laughs> Justin Belusic played my ringer, and he twenty would his game one challenge. <laughs> That's a good ringer. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Magoo. I think Magoo may have finished with 20. Wow, dude. That's bad. Well, he left early, too, though. So Yeah, he missed his last yeah, game. Last the game. Ringer played two games and finished with 21. To be fair, he probably would have had to play the Ringer again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's it reaches your, a point Here's with... your shot at vengeance. Give it another try. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to keep playing him until you win. And that's how the ringer finished down the top tables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Play we, it uh, flip you scores win. every round. So, any surprises? I was surprised that Cody played all five games. Y- yeah, dude, that's the biggest surprise. We had an over-under on how many games he was going to play before he no-showed, and he went yeah. the distance. I was on three. I thought, you know... <laughs> There's no way he's making it past three games. Yeah, I didn't have him showing up Sunday morning. But he was there, and he played, and he did fairly well. What army was he playing? Whatever uh, he army had... somebody handed to him. Yeah, he had Q's Ogres. Ah, gotcha. That makes sense. He was I was going to laugh if he was playing the rats that I just painted for Bailey. <laughs> Be nice to see Bailey again. He was there. He showed up he and just, hung uh... out. Yeah. He has other concerns now. Yeah. Real life sometimes intrudes in hobby. Any surprises you guys had? Anything you thought was neat, noteworthy, 
Or are we ready to move on the and talk about things less scenario in the I past? The one I played Mark on <laughs> in Game 4 was a little crazy. Hey, by the way, this is where you're going to... You're, you're playing Dominate. Open this envelope on turn 3. Turn 3. Hey, you're not playing Dominate, psych. Haha, <laughs> you stupid bitches. <laughs> Would I put Dominate in a GT? Right. You're playing... Eliminate with objectives. Right. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun this year changing some of the stereotypes we think about with Kings of War games, some of the things we take for granted. Uh, we did one scenario where if you won the roll to go first, you had to go first. You didn't get a choice. Um, we played one game on a 4x4 table since we were under 2,000 points. Um, we had game four where we changed the objectives halfway through the game. Um, we had players placing tokens in turn three. Um, what else did we do? I did something else weird. I can't remember what the last one I did that was fun was. You're... Oh, and then we had a control game where the board itself would damage you if you stayed in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun, too. <laughs> yeah, I liked all your scenarios. Um, I, I do get where people got upset with the bait and switch on the scenario, but you also could have just said, you don't know what the scenario is until you're on turn three and then I'll hand it to you. So, I mean, mm -hmm. they still could have not known and you left a little bit of the element of dominate in there where you had to get something out of the center where it was like a token or whatever. Um, yep. So, I mean, there still was a dominate element to what you changed it away from. So I, I felt like at least if you had really sold out all of your, strategy and said okay i'm gonna fucking dominate and then it's like oh we're not doing dominate anymore you still at least get a little bit of a reward for it so i liked it i only had one complaint about it if there are others who want to complain about it you can email me at jeffrey.swan at gmail.com <laughs> which is not a thing <laughs> which is not jeff's email so you're just gonna harass some other jeff swan <laughs> Shares fake emails like Jeff Swan. <laughs> <laughs> it's ronnie.renton at manticgames.com. At nightcrawlers.com. At nightcrawlers, yeah. <laughs> nightcrawlers at manticgames.com. <laughs> Send all your feedback there. That's funny. But it was fun. Um, some of the out-of-region guys really were amazed by what we did with scenarios. I, I think... Some of those regions are still feeling out how to do grand tournaments where you can you're allowed to play with things like that. Whereas in the South, we, I mean, I think Bayou played soccer one game last year. Oh God, yeah. Um, we can we can write our own scenarios. And we've got that flexibility, so I got to do a lot of experimenting with how far can we stretch some of those elements. Um, and I thought it was very fun. Um, the New Order scenario I playtested 20-something times. I'm so sick of playing that game. Um, just playtesting with what sets of orders worked. As originally written, we were actually going to play two different games, where one was playing Eliminate and one was playing Control. Oh, that's um, cool. Depending on whether you had the first turn or the second turn. But it got very unbalanced early on um, in favor of the attacker, because... The defender had commit usually had committed so much to the dominate objective that the attacker could pick off what they get, and then the defender couldn't get out and get terrain quarters like they needed to. Um, so I ended up doing the attacker's scenario for both players, 
just to give everyone the same chance of doing well in it. Gotcha. I don't yeah, think I mean, I've was... put that much effort into a scenario in a while, as far as making sure I got it right. I mean, I thought they were all pretty fun. I mean, I like I like crazy stuff like that anyway, so. No. Yeah. But, all in all, pretty good. Show up for Alamo next year. You guys should come. It's pretty awesome. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, um. So, we want to roll to... Vanguard stuff, Ryan? Sure, we can roll into Vanguard. I haven't got to Who's play working a game on a Vanguard yet, so if you want to start first. I mean, I'm, I know I'm gluing my shit together right now, but I mean, I haven't got to play oh. a game. <laughs> so I've gotten one game in so far. I was hoping to play it at Alamo, but paint scoring t- took too long, and then I was just way too tired. Um, there are a lot of things in Vanguard that I like. Um... Coming from, I play Kings of War, I play D&D, I play Darklands. Darklands is a D10 game that uses exploding dice. So rolling into Vanguard and having that uh, game mechanic is something that I really enjoy. Um, Because it can shift the tide of battle. You can ride an 8's train and just push massive amounts of damage when you shouldn't if your dice get hot on you. Or save massive amounts of damage. Um... I have been looking for a replacement for Mordheim since Specialist Games died in, what, 2001, 2002? Oh, yeah. I um, love Mordheim, man. I used to play a shit ton of Mordheim. Vanguard really scratches. Where games like Frostgrave are good, but you're dominated by the one or two caster characters and no one else really matters in the scheme of things and they can't progress. Uh, with uh, Vanguard, everyone can progress, except I think some of the grunts can't. Um, it, it really looks like it's built for narrative, long-term play. Uh, San Antonio is going to be starting a two, four hundred point campaign, I think, up next week at Mad Pecker. So if you're in the San Antonio area and this episode's out by Tuesday, you should come hang out and drink beer and watch us play Vanguard, or bring a warband and play Vanguard with us and have a Mad Pecker and, and drink some Mad Pecker beer because their beer is amazing. It is really good. It's Pecker tastic. That's awful. Do they have Pecker Wrecker still? That's... No, Pecker Wrecker's not out anymore. No, that was a fun one. <laughs> no, I like the granularity D8s instead of D6s gives. Um, it's really easy to go, yay, I'm on threes, I'm awesome, yay, I'm on fours, I'm average, yay, I'm on fives, I suck. But when you can spread that range out a little bit more, the game gets a lot more complicated, and modifiers make a big, big difference that you don't always expect. So, yeah, I've enjoyed it. I got my butt handed to me my first game because I had skimmed the rules. I hadn't read through them, and one of my opponents had, and he just took me to the woodshed and got group charges off, and uh, prioritizing the order in which you activate stuff becomes very important um, because it's you activate, I activate, sort of like confrontation used to be. Rather than you move all of your stuff and then I move all of my stuff. So you really have to pay attention to what has and hasn't gone and what is and isn't threatened by the opponents. Um, Or you can lose models really quick without getting to hit back with them. Um, It's sort of like Kings of War where you should be setting up your counter charges rather than your charges. 
you know, throw that sacrificial model out there knowing he's probably going to die and, oh, here's the train coming behind after him to finish that dude off. But yeah, it's a load of fun. I can't wait to get some more games in on Tuesday with an unpainted warband, most likely. At least they're assembled. But they are built. Actually, I have to do math. I may not have enough points yet. Mark, is there only two fucking poses for these goddamn panthers? Um, Yes. Yes. God damn. And you you have to make sure that you get the correct left side and right side put together. Yeah, obviously. Yep. You can swap them out, but it takes a ton of green stuff, Ooh, green yeah. stuff to line it up. Bitch. I had a pack of Panthers just laying around because I was going to do what uh, Ryan was talking about. And I'm like, these are just one motherfucking pose. Yeah. but Well, you, if you've only, only got one mounted caster. Like, who cares? I know, but it's really annoying to not have some kind of variation. Started talking about Vanguard. I'm like, hmm, maybe I can kit batch, kit bash one of these Northern Alliance chicks on top of the Panther, and then give her a staff, and maybe it becomes a mounted druid. Sounds like a plan. It's a thought process right now. I don't know if it's a plan. <laughs> Two giant pledges right now. I'm digging through to try and find some bits that I want to use. I haven't opened my other three kindred or uh, warbands yet. Trying to get the Night Stalkers done, then I'll move on to the next one. Yeah, I got those put together. I just haven't uh, haven't painted them. I'm gonna need a bunch of bunch of butchers still. And I, after I put them together and saw that there's pretty much one pose with two different arms options, I was like, well. I guess I'm not putting a whole army of these together right now, so. Mm-hmm. I like the models, though. Super cool models. I like that, like, they're yeah. kind of close to, like, the heads are kind of close to something you'd see out of Alien. There's Somebody was like, ah, oh, at least they don't have, like, a, another, you know, jaw inside of there to make them look like an alien and stuff. I'm like, but I was hoping that they would. <laughs> like, I like Alien. Yeah. I also like, like copyright infringement. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, eh, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just sculpt one in there or something like that. Or maybe I'll get Jordan to sculpt me one in there. How about that? <laughs> well, I love that I'm going to be able to pick up my Mercia Blood Maw, the Eyeless Vor thing with the huge spiky mouth, and it's going to go right in this army without doing a thing different to it. Hey, look, we also have no eyes and sharp teeth, right? Gonna be seamless. They actually remind me a lot of that um, Legion of Everblight. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. The way they're all razor sharp and then blind smooth above. Yep. There's just something very resonant in that. I'm gonna have to look and see if I can integrate some Everblight stuff into this list. What do you think about using this Ice Queen chick as my druid on foot? I love the idea. Might as well. You're going to paint it anyway. I am going to paint it anyway. Well, there you go. Sounds like you're done. Yeah, I'm just kind of picking Sold. through some of this shit right now. There's a lot of there's a lot of models in this. Uh, I mean, like, dude, if you got in on this Kickstarter, man, that's a super solid deal for how many models you get in this thing. Yep. Pretty. I'm crazy. wishing I'd picked up some of the twenty dollar warbands while they were on the table. I'm looking at that now, regretting it. Pretty solid. Oh, did you did you, did you have the war bands out for Alamo? 
Is that uh, what you're I about? had them in the box. I I didn't have them assembled. I wish I'd ordered gotcha. more to give away as prize support. I I didn't expect a Kickstarter to be delivered on time. Crazy. After a couple of Alamos ago, where I ordered a Reaper Bone set to use as prize support, and it didn't show up till like August the next year. It happens. It's <laughs> <laughs> what Kickstarter is, right? Yeah, Reapers. You're paying Reapers for a super promise. Super good about. Um, price support too if you just order regular price support but if you're doing it off of kickstarter and stuff obviously you know that's going to be subject to time frames but yep yeah, i gotta i'm probably gonna use this cool little weird fucking tree thing you gave me too for price support that was a pretty cool one what what, what oh, was nice. that, that spellcrow or something i have no idea that i had extra price support because we had drops the last week so i was able to cancel half of my uh tables that i had to rent Gotcha. And that gave me a prize support, so I walked into a game store and said, what do you have Kings of War? And they went, nothing. And I went, okay then, what <laughs> well, do you have that's fantasy and cool looking? Time yeah, to go buy a six cool. pack of beer. I almost did that too. To be fair, I would have taken that too. That's really what you should have done, was bought some fucking Mad Pecker beer. <laughs> they won't sell it in Growlers. They don't bottle yet. Do they not Crowler yet either? Nope, they don't. Oh, well, shit. They well, want people shit. to come into their place and drink. Yeah, but if I can take it home and drink it, then I can buy it and drink it when you're not open. Nice. I agree. They'll sell you growlers of other stuff, but not theirs. Oh, that's even worse. Wait, why can't they sell growlers? They've... They can. They've they've made a business decision not to. Oh, that's a bad business. Because they want to reach as many people as they can, and they figure if you're coming in and filling a growler, you're not sharing. Which I think is nonsense, and and I'll keep working on them because I'm That's coming like up the there eventually. That's the complete opposite. And, yeah. If you're taking a growler home, you're taking it to share with people. I'll see. I'll see what I can do. I'm gonna be up there this next week. Because I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, if you like, when you come up here, you could get three or four growlers of their stuff and be like, "Here, try this beer." The next time that you're in town for my event, you're gonna want to go there. Not that that's a drive that most people would make, but the principle is there. Yep. Well, I'm going to go, hey, I'm uh, I'm going to be up with my podcasting co-hosts on beer. Can I take some growlers up for them to share to enjoy your product and talk about it later? Yeah. Are you coming right, up anytime yeah. soon? Uh, I think I'm coming up maybe next weekend. I'd call it 70-30 oh, that I'm going. that's right. Yeah, I forgot that you guys were thinking about coming up for that. Cool. Yeah, you should definitely bring some then. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Nice. Definitely bring some of your pecker. Uh, I will try and bring as much pecker. Maybe I'll bring Jody's cock with me too. Because <laughs> <laughs> my kids have been choking it, and it's really obnoxious. Dude, he... Uh... <laughs> He texts me like I was halfway back to Fort Worth, and he texts me, I forgot to tell Ryan, make sure to give your kid, uh, he, he can take home that rubber chicken. And I was like, I started laughing. I was like, hell no, motherfucker. I'm going to tell my kid he can have that thing. <laughs> like, Oh, lost. my kids have been playing with it all week. With Jody's cock? It's driving me crazy. Yeah, Jody's cock. Sounds about right. I don't know why they like choking his chicken, but they do. If Jody wasn't trying to get his chicken choked by someone <laughs> under 18 it wouldn't be a tournament <laughs> <laughs> well played didn't have to get didn't have to give these ones rum 
Nope. Oh, cool. So we got our Vanguard stuff. Mark doesn't have one because he doesn't have Vanguard set up, so I guess we can go ahead and go into what we're talking about doing for Masters, because now I think the next thing coming up is Masters, isn't it? Uh, I think you're right, unless you guys are going to Shiloh. I'm looking at going to Shiloh. Shiloh's going to be like a last-second decision for me. Uh, It'll depend on how work's going and what all's going on, but I'm going to try and go but like he hasn't really published any and he's he's having like medical issues so if anybody's like what the fuck why isn't gotcha that makes sense he's having some stuff done and like he's powering through it and everything but it's hard to focus on doing a fucking tournament for a bunch of dumbass gamers when your health is like questionable and you've got other fucking priorities so that's my guess as to why we haven't seen as much on Shiloh as we typically do this time in previous years. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking at going. I, I want to go. It's a fun tournament. Yeah, I will not be going because my travel plans for the year are already just stupid, stupid, overcrowded. <laughs> like, I mean, there's no way. With uh, with Masters being right there, and then followed by, you immediately followed by, Adepticon and um, Blue City, and then Lone then Wolf. Lone Wolf. <laughs> like, that's a lot in a small amount of time. Yeah, yeah. I worry we're almost reaching a point of oversaturation on events. <laughs> oh, we're already there, dude. Because you can't like can't set up a new tournament without running into three or four others in a month. Yep. I believe it. And it's just a selection process of, well, what's what are the other tournaments and how far away are they? And will it be all right if we're on the same weekend or whatnot? Which mm-hmm. sucks. I mean, it's a good, yeah, good it's problem a- to have, though. At least we have enough, you know options yeah. not i mean not that everybody's gonna be able to make all of them that's like you don't want to make all the tournaments but that's just not gonna I'd happen love to make them all but not gonna that's not yeah. feasible well the tournament that everybody should make is lone wolf which registration I mean, is open <laughs> how much is lone wolf this year mark it's 70 dollars, like it always is so uh, how could they how could they get registered besides well, sending you a snarky test claiming to be in a certain club they're not in? If if I can fucking get the damn registration link to work, they can use the registration button. Otherwise, they can email me, which I'm probably just going to use that method until I can figure out what's going on with the web hosting. Because it was working two weeks ago, and now literally nothing has changed. The code is the exact same, and it's not working, so... I get to deal with that right now. Super fun. Sounds like a Y2K uh, issue. Oh, yeah, easily. Y2K.18. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So we've already got like well, I mean, 10 or 15 people signed up, so that's good. We're going we're gonna to be pretty, pretty packed again this year. A good problem to have. Yep. It sure is. I wonder if we have any Brits coming this year. I know that Nick is coming over for Adepticon, so I don't know if he's coming for Lone Wolf, but and then Dan and um Dan and John are coming to uh 
Blue City, so I don't know that they'll I'm make it. Pretty sure there's some coming for Lone Wolf. Gotcha. From the I, ones I think that have Paul Welsh owes me a grudge match since he spent all tournament last year ducking me by being better than me by a few points. All of the Brits spent all last year ducking me. I didn't get to play a single one of them. Bastards. Just saying, guys. Shots fired. Right? Oh, ye of the <laughs> third best podcast in Kings of War. I don't think they do a podcast as, anymore. As popular I voted. <laughs> I think their last one was Lone Golly, Wolf. Golly, Kevin will have his Vanguard order by the time they do their next episode. <laughs> oh, I made that joke twice now. That's That hurts. That's a game's burn. <laughs> nice. Well, do you have anything you need to go over for Masters, Mark? Uh, I've got the pack almost done. Like, there's a few things that we just kind of keep adding in as the council's just kind of talking about stuff. Um, I think we'll have the South team set probably by this time next week. It'll probably happen sooner, but gotcha. this is just a conservative estimate on my part. I don't think all the other teams are going to be set. I know the Midwest isn't going to be set until, like, frickin' December or something. Yeah, dude, they don't. I yeah, mean, they've got a late event. Late. You think they'd be smart enough to bump that event into the yeah. next year, but okay, I guess not. Um, if you, Let's say I didn't qualify for Masters. How could I... Could I still show up and hang out and see what it's all about? And where well, would yeah, I go? Well, yeah, of course. Um, so it's going to be at the exact straight. same venue as Alamo has been for the past God knows how many years. Uh, super inviting. 13. Venue. 13 years. Nice. Well, no, because there was that one time they did it at the... Uh, at the yeah, there was one time we did it at the architecture hall. But that was only because the venue double booked. Uh, but yes... It'll be at that venue, uh, really close to the Riverwalk. has a lot of hotels and Airbnbs within walking distance. A lot of great restaurants for food, drink, anything you can kind of think of as far as food types is within walking distance of the venue. Uh, we have a hotel link that I've put up on the Masters Facebook webpage, and it'll also be in the pack when I roll that out. We're going to try and have broadcasting this year. Uh, we're going to try and broadcast three tables, and I know the guys are still working on that, so I'm not trying to make promises for them that we haven't confirmed yet, but it's looking pretty promising from all the talk that I've seen, so that's good. Uh, there are going to be a lot of people there that aren't going to be playing, just hanging out, and that's going to be part of the fun, is we've shifted the gameplay days to where it's three and three, and that kind of relaxed... Uh, tempo on games gives more time for hangout on Saturday and a little less time for hangout on Sunday, but most people end up staying Sunday night into Monday, which is the major party night after the event's over and everybody kind of cuts loose. So, you know, that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, if people want to volunteer, they can reach out to us, uh, reach out to me, reach out to Ryan, and we'll we'll help you guys plug in and, and find something to do. I know... Uh, Ryan, you're going to be doing a lot of the paint judging. I'm going to be doing a lot of kind yep. of the scoring and orchestration. Uh, you know, we've got guys that are going to kind of work on the AV stuff, provided we get that all nailed down, which, it, again, it looks like we're going to. But, yeah, I mean, there's always room for volunteers to, to run score sheets or help out with questions or you know, just maybe pick people up from the airport 
to help out with the travel yep. costs a little Shuttle bit. people around. Exactly. Um, you know, I'm going to try and do my part. I'm going to get down there on Thursday and I'm going to stay into Monday so that I can try and help run people around if I need to, or, you know, help cart people around from the hotel or, uh, anywhere else. So, yeah. <laughs> or you could ride a scooter, I guess, but that's probably not. <laughs> you have to get downtown first. <laughs> Stupid thing. Like, I feel like you got to probably make it there first, but yeah. No, you just take an Uber from the airport, and you take a scooter from. Actually, they may have scooters at the airport. In. They've got them out in my neighborhood, and I'm 25 miles from downtown almost. Dude, I would That's not crazy. ride one of those scooters fucking 25 miles. <laughs> It'd be insane. Oh, come on. Hop on, get on the greenway. We've got a big river system that all flows downtown. I think I can probably get within a mile or two of downtown just following the river tr- jogging trails. Right. Load up your army. Load up your army and your bag. (laughs) Throw it on an inner tube and just float the river. (laughs) That is not the river you want to float, my friend. No. (laughs) Tell you no. Lies, lies, lies. (laughs) Some dumbass is going to try it and end up calling us, and it's going to be fucking 40 miles away. They will arrest you for getting in the river, so don't do it. Someone drowned near the hall two or three years ago, like right across the street You've from the hall. You've got to be kidding me. Not, not nope. one of our players. It was like... Not one of our players. Someone like had a, a heart attack. Half, dro- he was jogging, he had a heart attack, and he fell in. Oh, my God. And he drowned in like six inches of water. It's it's about three feet there. Still, there are parts that's where it's fucking crazy. really shallow. Yeah, there are parts where it's really shallow. It happens, though. It's honestly yeah, not cops even really arrest a river you anymore. In. I mean, it's like a fucking... I don't know what. Like a fucking it's like, a it's fucking like one of the rivers in London. That's, <laughs> it's a place water moves around. It's like a canal. Yeah, there you go. It's like a fucking I don't know what. <laughs> but where the hall is, it's still riverbanks. It's not paved yes, on both is. sides. Like it is it paved on both sides? No, no. They've got Gabion mattress down for some of the sides of it. But yeah, there are parts where it's actually like a riverbank because I've seen that too. Yep. The further south you go towards the missions, the more it's natural. It's just the part where all the shops are that it's walled in. Yeah. But I love the contrast of cities like Memphis that call itself the River City. And, you know, the Mississippi River's kind of large. And then you get San Antonio, that's River City, and it's like 30 feet across, if you're lucky. Yeah, they really cashed in on the tourism of the, quote, river walk. Right. Hey, you can walk it. I know, I know. I'm just saying. It ain't no lie. Look at this amazing river. Look at it course with water. Yeah, trickle would be the verb I would use, probably. Yeah. I don't think it... It courses when it rains. They actually have floodgates they shut and divert it away from downtown. Yeah, I was going to say that's probably why it's all concrete down there, so that they can control the flow better. Yep. They've Get got some big out pumps. Of downtown. I got drunk and wandered that's around there like 10 years ago, and I found one of the the dam system. The levee building. system? Yeah, Goddamn exactly. dams. That's up near the Pearl Brewery now. I need to go to that. I've never been. It is I'll, super hipster. I I will do that come on in, fucking you should come Thursday. Down. Yeah, I'll do that on you Thursday. Should. I'll go to the Pearl Brewery. I can finally say I did it. 
<laughs> and then we'll go and actually, get better beer somewhere else. <laughs> it's actually not Pearl. <laughs> it's a different brewery in the Pearl Brewery. What? Then, yep. where do they, <laughs> then where do they brew the Pearl? It, I want Pearl, goddammit. I don't know where they brew, brew Pearl now. Yeah, I want Pearl Peeves. <laughs> I love Pearl. It's terrible. Like the Pabst Blue Ribbon of Texas. <laughs> um, Pearl actually bought Pabst in 85. Not kidding. <laughs> well, um, there you Pearl go. is made in Fort Worth. So I was right. Miller. <laughs> oh, Miller. I drive past that place all the time. We have cool. completely Anything and totally derailed to <laughs> this conversation. Oh, we're just kind of in a stalemate right now for uh, def- uh, additional uh, things to talk about because uh, we're just kind of waiting for the end of the year to happen and there's a lot coming but can't say a whole hell of a lot about it. So <laughs> there will be a shit So to I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and go <laughs> Mammoth Strider confirmed. Uh, just just on the basis of you didn't mention it so clearly your NDA yep, you is heard kicked it here, in Jeff and, and NDA. Only, that's that's what that means only <laughs> there's a, I wish I wrote it into the into the rule book uh they get strider as long as your name is not Jesse Cornwell yes but Jesse's if your don't name get is Jesse Cornwell then you cannot have strider so yeah that's just that's <laughs> wrote into the cockpack sorry sounds awesome there was talk that we were just like, should we just give it Pathfinder and not Strider just to piss just to piss Jesse off? <laughs> you you should give it a new thing that you don't define anywhere right. so that it can't use it. You call it like Path Strider. Has like, what heavy the fuck Strider. Is, what the fuck is Path Strider? Oh nothing. Just oh just felt like oh, giving it a fucking please. Please tell me you're renaming Stealthy to Nightcrawler. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> this is the Nightcrawler rule. Every time you play this unit, you must take a shot when you put it on the table and call it a Nightcrawler. <laughs> models models made by Mantic are not Mantic models. Models, 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 because they do not produce Nightcrawlers. Models... <laughs> Alright, you guys oh, ready awesome. to call it, or you guys got anything else you want to go over? Uh, we can be randomly bullshitty for another 30 minutes, I bet. <laughs> I bet. But who wants to listen to that? I, I don't think you need to bet on that. I, I think we've been there for 30 minutes. <laughs> we've been there for at least 10 Yeah. <laughs> Agendas are for podcasts with production values. No, it's a checklist, and we went through everything we had on the checklist, and then we can do whatever the fuck we want, and, right. which is what we're doing. And none of us want to <laughs> say we're done, so we're just going to bullshit about it more, because hey, my beer's not empty yet. Well, one of them is, one of them is I was going to say, as soon as this beer is empty, I'm dead. I'm out. Alright, I got night crawlers to paint. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, for those of you playing along at home, you're four shots in yeah, now. Yeah, you're four Thank shots you. behind. Get on it. If I knew we were playing shots, I would have had my fucking liquor out. Mmm, liquor. Where'd that uh, liquor box end up? Did you end up taking that home? Oh, I imagine Scott took it home. Did yeah, you Scott give it took back? it home. You did give it to Scott? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> and all that stalling I did to make him forget that it was there so Lindsay could hide it in the car. 
Well, if I had just known to make you were him doing think that, I would have fucking it. left some of it for you, man. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't need it. I don't drink liquor unless I'm no, really don't. desperate or really, really pissed off. Well, you've been a lot or of those both. lately. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Oof. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on and chatting, and hanging out, and. That doing was the crap that. that we do every six to twenty weeks. Yeah, we are now plus five on O Four Foot Snake since their last episode. So right. fuck them. We are now down like eight million on Countercharge. So good job to them for actually being a generator of content. Quality, 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 not quantity. It's all about them quantities. Yeah. They said quan. I'm sorry, was that supposed to be a titties joke? I'm no. sorry, I completely screwed that punchline up. It wasn't supposed to be, it was. How ruined. dare I fail? Yeah, well, if that's the only thing I ruined tonight, then I'm going to call that a win. All Someone's right, writing a podcast review. Zero out of one, the podcast has shitty puns. Well, then no one would listen to All right. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their whole name is based off of a pun. Right? I mean, we're at least kind of self-descriptive about what we are. We are not people with four-foot penises. Guys, that was not very punny. <laughs> and on that note... Womp womp. I think we've come full circle. Poor. And you can continue following us on Twitter at HumbleJeff13 for Jeff. At Beerwog for Ryan. Or my blog at thebeerwog.blogspot.com. At CapAMR05 for Mark. At TheBeerPhase, all one word, for the entire podcast. Or if you have to contact us by email, you know, if you want to say something for a long period of time, you can contact us at thebeerphase at gmail.com. That's thebeerphase, all one word, at gmail.com. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck.